This is A Lesbian's Point of View by G and Faye. This podcast is about married, black, lesbian love from our point of view. We'll be taking you on a journey throughout our relationship, the good, the bad, and the in-between. But what I do have to say is that I love the fact that um, we did go to therapy before we um, got married. Yeah. I think we had like six months before we was before our wedding day. And we wanted to go to therapy to see if we was good. Just like a check. If we were ready for marriage. Yeah. You know, and. It, it, I found out a lot more about us than I thought, you know, like maybe I was just love blind to in some situations. Yeah. Yeah, I so, agree. Um, like one thing that I noticed, I mean, like I know we was already having some trouble when it came to um, you were working a lot and I just wanted that time and you were very adamant, like, well, suck it up, baby. This is what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> you were not caring. Like, this is what's going to happen, whether you like it or not. And I'm just sitting there like, well, then what the fuck am I marrying you for? Yeah. You know? And um, and at the time, I honestly, I didn't see that. You know, I'm like, I, I need to make money, you know? You know, I want to be more of the provider and so i need to bring home more of the bacon yeah but what is the bacon when you don't have a wife who's happy to eat it right right i get that but if i'm home and not producing bacon how we gonna eat true but you gotta have a work-life balance you can't have 17 jobs and then on your day off, we're like, babe, we're going to spend time together and you sleep most of those days. There's no equalness in this. There's, I mean, because it was telling me you were not ready for marriage. It was telling me you did not want this at all. But you knew what I want. I didn't because you wanted your work more than you wanted me at that moment. Because no matter how much I cried and spilled and told you my truth and how lonely I felt, you was like, I understand, but this what has to happen. That's what you were on. You, you kept it on. That's what we were on. It wasn't until I don't even I, I can't even say it was therapy. It wasn't until we got married. You started finally started to see it. And I didn't understand that. Like, why did marriage have to be the reason you finally started to see it? I feel like I been seeing it, but I didn't really know how to process it or change it. And then, you know, marriage is a big ticket, you know, and everything cost. So, you know, I got, I factored that too, you know, me and you both paying for the, the wedding, you know, I, I just didn't have time to really sit there and focus and, think about spending time off of work i mean you you know marriage like planning a wedding is is stressful 
it can really ruin relationships. You are right, but it's not about the wedding for me. It wasn't about the planning that was stressing me out at the time. It was the fact that my wife, I was really afraid that my wife was uh, work was about to be her wife and her wife to be was her mistress. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. It felt like I'll hand you in a second, but let me go to my main bitch. I'll see you on the weekend where I can rest and sleep all day. But the rest of these, this is who you tended to. Like you had a whole nother family over there. That's what it felt like. And I was just the one you saw on the weekend. I was SZA. I really feel like the therapist really helped me in that area because if if you ain't noticed, you know, as we started to go and we talked to him about it, I quit one of my jobs, that night job that I had. So um, to me, and, and what's weird is I didn't think we needed therapy at first. I was like, you know, when my parents went through therapy, they were like getting a divorce. So I don't have, at that time, I really didn't have a, a positive like um, thought about therapy. I tied therapy with problems, mm-hmm. problems and therapy. I feel like we only should be going to therapy if we having problems because therapy to me, I thought was like a, a fixer. You know, you go there when you're at the last breaking point to try to fix your marriage or fix your relationship. But that's how most black people thought about therapy. You know, they always thought about it as, oh, I'm not mental or I don't have no problems or good type of thing. And that's a stigma that we need to get out of our heads. Right. Right. Because I didn't need no fixing. Mm-hmm. I think my relationship was fine right. and healthy, you know. But even the strongest relationships, now that I'm more like I'm wise about it, still need some form of therapy. I feel like a monthly mental check-in is needed in every relationship, no matter what relationship you may have, or just even with yourself, a mental check-in. Like I used to, so I used to run like, um, it was called a side of speaks and I was the bartender there once a month. And it was a group of just a black group of people that would come together and, express our blackness and our essence you know that's pretty much what it was whether it was the black lives matter movements or people black owned businesses all that you know and one of the creators her husband he was a therapist and he had a segment on it that said how often should you go to therapy everybody was like you go once a year you do this you do that he was like you go as often as you would for your teeth or a physical or whatever. Really? Yeah. They like, you want to make sure that you check your brain. No, is no different than you going for a dental checkup. You know, you want to get that mental check, that mental health, because it's healthy for you. And you know what? I'm not going to lie walking out of there even if if it's only an hour session i felt so good yeah and that goodness didn't last 
a day or two. It it made me feel good for a little while. Yeah. Days. I mean, you I, know, you're right because even walking out there, I felt super accomplished about the whole Woody fight. I'm not gonna front with you because I felt like I was finally heard about Woody. Tell them about the Woody fight because they're gonna want to know. Well, okay, just <laughs> it ain't gotta be long. You can just brief. It. Okay, so this is one of our therapy sessions. Yeah, we had a therapy session. Now, before the therapy session, I had a dress fitting. You know, I was going to go get my dresses done with me and my girls and my bestie. And that day, I had already had it planned. So maybe like two or three weeks prior, I asked my wife to be. I was like, I kind of double booked. I booked my day for wedding dress shopping. And I booked Woody, our son, our dog, for a grooming appointment. Are you able to handle this? She says, yes, I got it. No problem. Don't worry. I'm saying cool. So coming around like a few days before the wedding shopping, wedding dress shopping, she decides that since me and my friends are getting together, her and her friends should get together and she should go do the same thing on the exact same day. It wasn't the same thing. We were just it getting was. drunk. But you was going to go tuck shopping, wasn't you? Yes. No. Oh. Yes, you were. They were going to get fittings. That's that's the same thing, isn't it? No, you were going dress shopping. They were going. I said the same shopping. thing to go tuck shopping. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you were talking about for me tuck shopping. Sorry. Same thing. You're right. Okay. So instead of her trying to take over and do the dog grooming like I asked her to, she decides to try to pin it back on me and try to make my friends go and take care of the grooming. And I'm like, I thought you handled this. This is, should have been something that you were supposed to handle. So instead of her handling it, she was calling me left and right, trying to make me pick up the dog. Try to, well, Did you the, tell them you dropped off the dog first? We dropped off the dog. And the fact that she, you did. I dropped off the dog. Yes, this was you were supposed to handle. Oh, I dropped off the dog and then Pal picked up the dog, right? No. No. What happened was what happened? You dropped off the dog mm -hmm. and then they called me saying that the dog is ready. I call you to tell the dog is ready. Well, what are you gonna have to wait a little bit? Because I'm out in Minneapolis already. Um, can he like what? This was supposed to be what you were supposed to do, and you trying to make me well, you're gonna have to go get him then. What? What what happened to the fact that you was going to handle this? How did you just drop the ball and didn't give two fucks about what we talked about, agreed on, and the fact that this is a dog that's not to sit there and wait? It made me very mad and disappointed because I was like, I can't trust you to do things for me because we already had this in the plans. Why would you drop everything just to go hang out with your friends? That wasn't fair, you know? So what ended up happening, because she never came and got the dog, me and my friend ended up going to get the dog. I end up having to go get him and paying for everything and bringing him back home. She didn't show up till hours later, but she tried to call me on her way back to talk about how beautiful her day was. And it was such a good time. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am pissed because you just ruined my day. You've been calling me left and right, telling me about the dog and getting mad at me because I didn't want to go get him when it was supposed to be your responsibility. And I'm trying to tell her like, you know what? This is how I feel. I, I don't appreciate when and she's like you know what 
Okay, the therapist no, already chewed me out enough wait. for this. And she goes, you know what? We're not going to sit there and ruin my good day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to agree to disagree. <laughs> we're just going to let it go because I had such a good day. Like, ain't this a bitch? <laughs> ain't this a bitch? Oh, man. <laughs> so <sighs> I, was, did not, I did not think that through when I said that this was and and like even when she came home I thought we talked it out I thought we were good but we knew we had a therapy session coming up maybe like a day or two later was it yeah it was it was crazy but she brings up the dog situation in the therapy in the therapy session you know (laughs) and she was being a true dick (laughs) go ahead and tell your story what happened what happened well, I, you know, the way I played it out, I thought I was in the right. That's the whole point of me bringing it up in the, <laughs> in the therapy session. If I would have known he was going, what did he say? Girl. He said I was been a dick. He called you a dick and it was an asshole move. And he told me I was an asshole. <laughs> so I was taken back by it because I didn't know therapy. I didn't know therapists even cuss like i didn't know that that's but we got a real one so he was like i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it he might as well should have said 100 because that's because <laughs> that's what he was doing he was like i'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing i'm gonna just be real you were a dick and i was like what was i and i had to read i had to think and reevaluate like how am i was a, what how was i a dick but now that like hearing you replay this the story back you know and I want to tell you how good my day was when it was supposed to be your special day. Yeah. You planned it mm-hmm. to shop for your bride's dress, your dress, right? My dress, yes. And, and here the dress. And here I go getting drunk. And then, you know, the bros is going to get fitted. And, you know, I'm just like, what a dick move. I am a dick. You were a dick. You planned that whole And then when you was frustrated with me and tried to communicate that to me, I'm like, I, I don't want to hear. It. I've had a very good day today. Like, oh my yeah he called her a dick and and you don't understand like when he called her a dick for that like the joy i felt inside (laughs) i felt so much joy because like somebody finally see it like i was not tripping when i felt the way that i felt you know i felt so good um i even like had like even when we left (laughs) Even when we left, going back into the car, I just had this smirk on my face. It just felt so good. I felt so satisfied. And I can't even lie to you. Like, I'm I'm glad it hit home for her. Like, what he said kicked her straight up in the ass because she spent the le- that rest of that day. I'm so sorry I did that to you. I really do apologize. <laughs> Super apologetic. You should have seen my face. My face was priceless because the way he broke it down like he broke the dick down okay (laughs) like the dick move that i did he broke it down real precise and just you know just made me feel crappy (laughs) okay and um yeah so you know i'm trying to work on 
thinking before I speak because I tend to not do that. So a lot of bullshit come out. Yeah. So so it's good that we had that session. I, I'm, I mean, now we communicate differently when situations happen. I mean, it took me a little while to trust the word handling my dog again, but <laughs> <laughs> but just this past like week or two, we had that same type of similar situation. I wasn't able to get the dog, but she handled it and it, and she did a really good job. She took on the reins and did her thing. I had a point to prove. <laughs> Clearly. I'm trying to get this dick title removed off my name. Okay? So, is it is it working? It's is, working. Our is it just saying ick now? Is the D getting removed? I'm, I'm sure you're just down to the K at this point. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so, pretty good. Yeah. I've been putting in work. Yeah, you've been doing your thing. Okay. Communication has been better with the both of us. But we still got some learning to go with and that. That's so. the, and that's the thing. I always thought my communication was A1. A1 since day one. Mm. Brick coming in. I remember when I first met you, I was like, you ain't got to worry about it because my communication is there. You know? Yeah. And I realized. You need help. I mean, like, we back in special ed need help with your communication. Damn. But you came a long way, though. Yeah, you came. I'm at least I'm at least grade school now, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But we're good, I swear. Um, I feel like another therapy session is due, like pads due, because yeah, we haven't had one since that Woody situation. I don't think. Yeah, he probably thought he ran me away, but I do want to get in another session. Yeah, I got to look at my schedule. Mm -hmm. I think I can fit him in though. Yeah, probably. So, now that we got therapy out the way. Woo! Girl. <laughs> I should be saying the woo. <laughs> I did cut you up a little bit, you, didn't I? You sliced me, okay? Ooh, you was fruit ninja up in this bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to switch it up a little bit okay. with our high and lows. Oh, okay. I just want it to be... Um, a high and low like a general high and low okay for just relationships in general nothing that's like pertaining like to specifically us mm-hmm. okay so you pick a high i pick a low yeah okay i'll go first i'll pick the low so i feel like a low in a relationship will definitely be a liar like a narcissistic liar there's no coming back for that you know that's that's that kind of person that i mean this this person is that a narcissistic is one of those people who get caught in the lie get caught on video and still be like that wasn't me (laughs) you know and they will plead their case and 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 believe that it's true. And it, there's no coming back when you're dating somebody like that. You, there's no winning. You just got to get yourself out of that situation. And it, there's no relationship there. So that's a definite low in a relationship. I got you. I agree with that. Yeah. 
I would say, um, I would say a high that that could be in a relationship. I would say checking in. I feel like that can be a high, and and I can go, I can I can touch bases on it briefly. Yeah, we love to for you to elaborate. Yeah, because I'm liking it so far, ma'am. Yes, yes. So. I feel like in any relationship, gay, straight, hetero, it's always good to check in with your with your person. Okay, but what do you mean when you say check in? Are you talking about like a um a mental check in or is it just like, yo, babe, instead of me going to the grocery store, I said I was gonna go to the gym. So, oh, wait, my car's broken down. So it's like, what type of checking in you mean? I would say a mental. Okay. You know, I would say, hey, you know, hey, baby, or baby cakes or, you know, boo. Like, I want to check in with you. How you how you feeling today? You know, I feel like that's a that's a positive step in a relationship to just kind of check in. Yeah. You don't know how important that is in a relationship that could be critical because sometimes it's all a person wants is like damn check on me yeah you know ask me how i'm doing today yeah you know so i definitely agree with that i mean it, you want to be like you know hey this is how i'm feeling today i felt this way yesterday but today i'm feeling like a little like crappy today you know, it can change from one day to the next. So yeah. it's it's good to have that mental check and that thing we was talking about earlier, communication. Yeah. Yeah. Really deep. So definitely but, couldn't agree more. But I'm getting at a specific thing and that's listening. Oh, and that's the even deeper part of it. Yeah. Because you can communicate all day, but if you're not listening then what's the point? For real, what's the point? Because you're sitting there talking to yourself. So when you check in it with someone, be prepared to listen. No, when somebody's checking in with you, you be prepared to listen. You know what the hell I mean. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's all the time we Check got. in and listen, <laughs> goddammit. Check in and listen. Listen and check in. <laughs> Period. And that's it. And that is it. Bye-bye. Out. Thank you for listening to A Lesbian's Point of View by G and Faye. Don't forget to share and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have questions or feedback, leave us a message on anchor.fm slash G and Faye or after the beep. Beep.